Hey everyone, welcome to Village Church q and I'm Amanda and I'm here with Pastor Michael. And a little bit of a sensitive subject. For you. For, for, it's going to be. <laughs> um, <laughs> the question is, should if Christians... If you keep harassing me, it's going to get real. <laughs> exactly. Uh, what are you going to ask me? Mm. Okay, the question is, should Christians tithe? All right, can I give... Can I give like a quick answer and then we can process this? Okay. All right. So the quick answer would be almost always, like 95% of the time, I would say the answer is going to be yes. Maybe 97% of the time. Okay. The answer is yes. And I can already hear people going, bah, 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 bah. Yeah. yeah. So um, here, here's an interesting just stat. The average American churchgoer gives 2.5% of their income to the church. During the Great Depression, it was 3.3%. And that... Only 5% of evangelical Christians give 10% of their income to the church. Isn't that interesting? Okay, that so when you ask the average person, like, what is a tithe? They're going to say, that's like 10%, which actually literally tithe means 10%. Yeah. Um, and that comes from the Old Testament. That comes from Abraham. That comes from some Jewish, uh, some Old Covenant law. But it is interesting that uh, the giving in the in the churches just goes down 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 with every with every year covid mm. giving took uh, most churches across america took a big hit and now it's coming back mm. and um so this has been a very strange time and um it took a hit because yes some people lost their jobs but by and large people were saving because they had uncertainty you know about the future so mm. um as we kind of engage with people yeah them, just not was, knowing what's coming down the pipe a yeah. lot of people losing their jobs and yeah. saying am like, i gonna be next how yes. do i like get ready for this and yeah so, i mean i get it um do i oh i just oh. spilled water oh, okay. there we go ah, we'll keep going there we go mm-hmm. uh forget that amanda that <laughs> uh, but uh so that's that's a real thing i get it i don't know that i would probably agree with the process on how a lot of people got there but i, I get it i'm not judging my yeah. opinion, you know? When we came to this church, it was like one of the first things we did was listening to one of your sermons on tithing. Oh, and wow. that was always very interesting yeah. because it was like a tithe meant 10% in the Old Testament. Yep. In the New Testament, like everybody should be giving what you determine. Mm-hmm. You know, it needs to be generous, and but you do need to determine the percentage. Yep. It might be more than 10%. You know, if the Lord is calling yep. you to give more, you need to be open to that. Yep. If you're not ready to give more, then like know that God will always be growing that muscle. Yep. Always. Yeah, always. I mean, generosity is a command. Tithing, yeah. how much you do, all that stuff. But like, whatever you tithe, put the whole conversation aside. Uh, let it be said of you and me and everybody watching that we are unbelievably generous when mm-hmm. it comes to our money, when it comes to our talents, when it comes to our stuff, our, our property, our time. Yeah. Let it be said of us that we keep first things first, but doggone it. Like we are generous people. Yeah. Uh, I was with a couple today and uh, we're going through their finances. They're getting married soon, doing some premarital. And, and um, so here's the just common advice that we give to people. Cause their question is they're putting their budget together and how much do we tithe? Mm. So I, I gave them a, um, a practice, a, a job to do. You have to spend a week praying about it. Five minutes a day. That's it. Lord, what do you want me to give? And then you just sit in silence. That's it. Um, uh, give them a couple scriptures. Fine. And at the end of the week, you both sit down and you write the percentage of your income on a piece of paper, and then you give it to each other. And then whoever's is higher, you give that. Because uh, there's always a stingy one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, there's always like a 1.3%, <laughs> you know? Um, nah, not gross. Yeah. Anyway, so, um, yep, 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 yep. Anyway, so um, I think there's some basic tips to help people kind of get to that. But the principle in the New Testament is different than the Old Testament. In the Old Testament, 
um, there were laws that dictated how much you would give. And on top of those laws, they had what would be called free will offerings, where you could give whatever you wanted to give. Mm. And so it was really stipulated. It came out somewhere between 24 and 30% at the end of the day mm. of your total income, what you would give back to. Now here, it's interesting. Uh, they gave it back to the temple. So their grain they gave for use in the temple, uh, their animals they gave for sacrifice, the meat was used for different things, uh, their children they consecrated to the Lord, um, not in sacrifice, but in in dedication, basically, you know. Hmm. Um, so lots of really interesting ways that they did that. But there are some like principles, I think, that applied there, which is uh, it is the responsibility of the people of God to subsidize the ministry of God. Yeah. And so that is a high priority. And the way that God has instituted ministry in the new covenant is through the local church. Um, but in the New Testament, it doesn't actually dictate. So yeah. one of the promises of the New Testament or the new covenant is that in the old covenant, the law was written on tablets and the new covenant is written on our hearts. Hmm. And so we have the Holy Spirit in us. And so our job is to kind of partner with the Holy Spirit and figure out what that is. Hmm. Um, so here's what we tell people, go home, pray about it, take your time, uh, whatever you do to your local church, um, let it be said of you that you are unbelievably generous, that you give to God your first and your best for his mission. Um, let it be said that your local church, um, as long as it's preaching the gospel and, uh, you know, like, and you're called to that place, let it be said that that place, um, is not lacking because you're in it. You know, mm-hmm. um, we want this, uh, we want this church to have a great sermon, well prepared. Well, that, that takes 10, 20 hours a week, you know? Yeah. Uh, we want this amazing music. We want lights. We want air conditioning, you yeah. know? Well, that costs money. It all does. That should cost a lot of money yep. everywhere, you know? And so um, make sure that your church, your local church, has the ability to do the things God's asked them to do. Um, that's, just, that's just really important. Now, the average Christian, 2.5%. Yeah. And at the end of the day, that is just not enough. Yeah. It is not enough if everybody in the church gave 2.5% mm. for the for most local churches to actually function. So there are people who give 20 and 30% of their income. Yeah. There are multiple people at Village Church who give well over 10% um faithfully, mm. regularly, without question, on rhythm and um and so ev- everything matters, but at the end of the day what the Lord wants is your heart. Mm. I want I want to be really clear because the question should Christians die? Yeah. Of course. I mean Yes. Yeah. Why? Well, the ministry needs to be done. All the stuff needs to happen. Lights have to go on, you know, whatever. Yeah. Wherever you send your money, your first, your heart just follows. Mm. And God has designed us this way. So when God says like, hey, will you put your budget together? I mean, I'm interpreting a bunch of scripture. But like, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, prioritize your first and your best. Tithe. Do this thing. It might not be 10%. It might be more than that. Yeah. Um, he knows by commanding generosity that our hearts follow that. And God wants our hearts. He wants He wants our hearts to be for our local church. He wants our heart to be for the mission of God. He wants our heart to be for this family that I'm a part of. He wants your heart to be there. So, And I think so much of that. it has to do with like having an open hand. Yeah. You know, I'm, I've just been reading through Acts and they're mm-hmm. talking about how everybody was so generous and everybody yep. was just like bringing together their resources yep. to make sure everybody was mm-hmm. okay. Totally. Yeah. And I think when you do that and you can just have an open hand and be like, this is really for the Lord's people. Yep. It's for the church. We want to see everybody thrive. We don't want to see anybody in need. Amen. Um, Amen. Let me, let me share with you. There's a couple views on this. So let's, let's actually identify these views. Mm-hmm. One is, uh, you'll meet a lot of Christians who say 10%, you must give no less than Or that, you are sinning. Or you're sinning. Yeah. The New Testament doesn't say that. Yeah. I wish it did, but it doesn't. Yeah. You know? um, it, it would actually make preaching out a lot easier. Yeah, right. This is what we do. <laughs> we all give 10%. Um, 
There's another group that would say uh, 10% uh, 10% is the tithe, but it's the floor. Um, mm. So like the, the first group would say, give 10%, you're good, it's done, the rest is yours. There's another group that would say 10% is the minimum. It's for the baby Christians. Yeah, yeah. literally. <laughs> That's where you start. Right, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Like that, that is a thing, okay. right? And so again, that. once we put uh, a number to it, we go beyond the bounds of what scripture tells us about mm -hmm. that. So I'm, I'm uncomfortable with that. Um, I think it's wise, right? Mm -hmm. I, it's very interesting when we have couples do this practice. I don't think I've ever had a couple come back and, and do less than 10% unless they have had massive amounts of debt. Isn't that interesting hmm. that when they go pray about it, almost all of them are 10% or above. Interesting. It is very interesting. Yeah. Anyways, um, there's a, there's a, another perspective, which is really popular and almost, almost every time, not all the time, but almost every time, uh, somebody says to me, what is your church's position on tithing? Uh, they hold this position and here's what they'll say. Tithing is not commanded. It's an invention of the Western church. Uh, we don't believe tithing is uh, something the church should talk about. Um, it's, uh, mm. if the church, people want to give great, but that it's not a requirement. It's not even necessary. So that's swinging all the way to the other side. Correct. And, uh, I'm going to go on a limb. This is going to be super, whatever. Um, straightforward judgy judgy. Okay. <laughs> Discerning. <How's that? laughs> um, all, almost every time they don't want to give and they don't give. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, and what I want to tell people is if you don't want to give, don't give. Yep. Yep. Like I'm not watching. It's for you and your heart. The Lord has never once left village church in need. Mm -hmm. um, I've never had to go in front of the church and say, we need 100 givers at a thousand dollars a piece. And we, you know what I mean? In like, order to survive. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Moses's philosophy, by the way, in fundraising was beautiful. It was, here's the vision, go home and pray about it. And the spirit will lead you. The spirit will figure it out. Right. Yep. And God always resources his vision always. Yeah. And if so, if the Lord wants it, then the Lord will figure out ways. Our job is to communicate the need. Um, train, all that kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, the Lord loves this church. He loves your local church, wherever you go, uh, more than you ever could or your mm -hmm. pastor could. Um, here's the fourth view, and I would say this is my view. Tithing is required almost always, and I'll give it maybe an exception or two, um, but it's up to each person as to how much and how often. Um, my biggest thing for you is, are you generous? Have you listened to the Spirit? Are you and your spouse on the same page? Um, and are you being faithful to your local church uh, first? Yeah. Uh, you can go above and beyond that. I think you should support missionaries, nonprofit organizations. I love all of that. Um, but uh, the local church, generally speaking, kind of gets your first and, and your best of that. That's consistent with biblical principles from Old Testament to New Testament. So. Okay. So what are the couple few 3% that you would say maybe they shouldn't be tithing? Okay, so I'll give you a couple examples. One is I'm married to a non-Christian and um, mm. they are absolutely against it. I have a okay. lot of compassion and I would tell them, um, um, do whatever you can just to serve the church. Either yep. way, I would tell you that. But like, yep. um, so there's a handful of those circumstances at Village mm. um, and to respect their spouse. They just serve a ton, you know? And, yeah, given um, other ways. That would be one. One would be if you lose your job uh, and you just don't have income. And I appreciate that. Uh, from the old covenant to the new Testament, this teaching of as you prosper, as wealth comes into your house. Um, and if there is no income coming in, um, totally understandable. So one of the pieces of advice we give people is um, you may not have any money, but you may have skills that can reduce bills that the church has. Mm. So you might be an electrician, you might be a software developer, you might be a camera operator. Like there are things possibly that the church is paying for 
that we can stop paying for because you could take a couple hours of your week and, and do them for us. And if you don't have a job, then maybe that time was Absolutely. set aside for the oh service gosh. of the church. And I think the Lord just blesses that in really, really amazing ways. So even though you don't have the money, actually, you're still doing a transfer of funds by us not yeah, paying you're the giving. money. You know? yep. So that would be that would be a circumstance. Um, there, there is an interesting dynamic with people who have obscene amounts of debt. I find myself... Um, uh, most most people in the church who have that are very honest about how they got it. It was it was either student loan debt or some people just have bad, really bad habits. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Um, and I think there there can be a season where um, you reduce your giving to pay off your debt. Mm. Um, that that's more situational. Um, and I would tell people like, if you're gonna do that, uh, make sure you're not you're reducing your coffee budget and your eating out budget. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, right. This always strikes me that um, the, the it's often that people, I've had this conversation multiple times. So w- when we do premarital, all this kind of stuff, marriage counseling, money comes into it. And we deal with a lot of that. And, and they'll, they'll basically say, yeah, you know, we're trying to get out of debt. So we're going to hold back. And, and at the same time, their coffee budget, their eating out budget, and their vacation budget untouched are untouched in any yeah. way. So I, to me, that's striking that, that tells me that tithing for them is their last and their worst, not their first and their best. Mm-hmm. Um, Church is the one who's sacrificing on that end. And, and you know yeah. what? Like it almost always is. And, and I don't even say that to rebuke anybody. I just mm-hmm. say, put, put up a mirror. Um, and probably um, that reflects um, different aspects of your heart that the Lord wants to work on. And that's okay. You know, yep. We all have that. But yep. um, I would say it's, it's uh, almost always required, but it's up to each person as to how much and how often. And uh, again, like I'm not going to sit here with somebody and say 10%. Mm-hmm. God might tell you to give 40% yeah. or 60%. Why would I yeah, little you to the 10% then? Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I, I'm not the Holy Spirit. I don't want to pretend to be. I just want, I want you to go back to the Lord. I want you to spend some time with him and I want you to have a clear conscience. I want you to be pumped about what you give and where you give it. I want you yes. to rejoice. I want you to be a cheerful giver. That's what God wants. Yep. And if you're a curmudgeon about it, like, okay. I mean, I just want, I want your joy. That's yeah. what I, And God more importantly wants your heart. That's great. Yeah. Well, thanks for providing for that. Okay. I feel like it was super helpful for me. Um, next time we're going to... We're going to double our giving? <laughs> That's right. Both? Yeah. <laughs> double yeah. it. Woo. Let's do it. All right. Next time we're going to be talking about how often should churches practice communion? <laughs>